Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is. And we're live. Okay, great. Welcome back to Tasty Gents, Jonathan. Tasty Gents. This is our third episode. This is our third episode. Episode number three. I feel like we're getting our groove in a way that is pretty awesome. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I appreciate this time. And it's been a whole week. Since we've seen each other. Well, not yes. yet. But I mean, since we've done this. Yes, it has been. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd lose track of time um, because <laughs> I'm sort of, I'm either yeah. unemployed or underemployed or semi-retired. Yeah. It depends on the day. And so I don't have the, the Are standard. you quietly quitting? I, <laughs> I think I quietly quat. You quit? Hmm. Just past, <laughs> past tense of quit. Yeah. Uh, I think I said I don't know. a bumper I don't sticker. Know what I'm doing. Yeah, something. Uh, but yes, I think it's been about a week. Um, yeah. And, uh, and there's a lot going on. It is, uh, we are coming to you as we have lately from lovely Palm Springs, California. Palm Springs. It is supposed to be 76 degrees Fahrenheit today. February 20th. On February 20th. Uh, and so it is a, a warm day, getting warmer and warmer. Yeah. And what else is going and on? And you're looking very tan. Thank you. You've been outside, I can tell. I've been outside. Well, I've been appreciating the warmth. And so I, I go out and I read my book uh, mm. at, next to the pool, uh, mostly because I want to be warmer but I'm I'm getting more tan, which they tell us is not good for us. So it isn't. Probably stop. No, it's not. No, like the sun is bad for you. Everyone knows that. What are you talking? Oh, okay, that's that's why you stick with tanning beds. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the natural way. <laughs> I mean, you know, I haven't given up my my meth habit, but you know, I'm definitely going to get up. <laughs> that's just kidding. These days, sorry kidding. for listeners. I don't have a meth habit. No, <clears throat> it's really more of a an aspiration than a habit. Anyway. Uh, what's tired going of my on teeth, with so, you, yeah. um, Well, uh, you know, it is, we are in, like you said, beautiful Palm Springs. And this is modernism time. This is the modernism celebration, modernism week, where people come from all over the world to celebrate mid-century modern style, architecture, tours, clothing, music, food, drinks, everything. So Palm Springs puts it, puts it on. And it's, it's a, a big deal. It's an incredible deal. Yeah, we get people from all over. We yeah. get, we get the, we get from... From black tie events um, to drunken woo girls on bikes. Um, great. I will say, by the way, if, if you were listening to this and you're not sure what a drunken woo girl is, do a little Googling uh, because it, it, it's a phenomenon. Uh, it, it's a common phenomenon in Palm Springs, and it's delightful, um, at least as a spectator. I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to be one of the drunken woo girls. No. Clothing is much too tight for my taste. Lord. No. <laughs> Nobody wants me to be a Junker Wood girl. No, those dresses. So, um, but, but, but modernism is great. So I come to you both uh, excited to have an opportunity to sit down uh, for a couple of minutes because, uh, as you know, if you know Andrea, you know that of the things that they had available, uh, we've done them all. And uh, we've seen all the apartments, all the homes, uh, all the walking tours, all the bus tours, anything we can get on, we've done it. I have seen the social media evidence of your modernism activities. I've been a little bit uh, envious and oh. mostly glad that it's not me out there doing all those things. It's, because, as you know, I'm a hermit. I don't like to leave my house. Yeah, well, which is, which is where we are right now, at your mm-hmm. house. Because I, we, uh, I live around the corner. He won't come over. It won't. I can't get him to even... <laughs> it's he, true. I don't yeah. leave my house. The mailbox that we have is a shared mailbox that in our community. It's next door to his door. He won't go out to it. He has his mail <laughs> delivered. That's that's where we are with There's that. another long conversation about mailboxes, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. It isn't. Um, what are we talking about today, Jonathan? Today, Greg, 
We're talking about your love life. We are. No, I'm sorry. I meant Wait, Mexican not food. Not surprise. No, we're talking about... <laughs> Ding. Gotcha. Such a shorter podcast to talk about my That's love it. life. And we're done. And- <laughs> Mexican food. Are, we have an, an incredible number of, of wonderful restaurants here in Palm Springs across a variety of different tastes and styles and, and genres and ages uh, yeah. from old, old, old school steakhouses to uh, brand new... You know, wonderful, stylistic, you know, Thai restaurants and great stuff. But we've got an incredible number of, of Mexican restaurants. Yes. And, and let's also call out, you know, sort of the other thing, right? So Jonathan and Andrea and I uh, typically spend summertime in Seattle and wintertime in Palm Springs. Right. And Seattle is an extraordinary city for a long list of reasons. Mm-hmm. Among those reasons are the wonderful kinds of ethnic restaurants that you can find. Lots of Indian, lots of great Ethiopian food in Seattle. Of course, great Thai and oh, Chinese yeah. and Japanese. Many of those are, I find, are tougher to find here, at least in the volume. Like I've only found two Indian restaurants in town. Yeah. <clears throat> and so uh, those are tougher to find. However, Mexican restaurants, uh-huh. there is an array of Mexican restaurants um, all over town. Everywhere you go, there is going to be another chance to try different Mexican food. So for yeah. that reason, because yeah. we've all been trying out different ones of them, we're going to talk about them today. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I was, I was going to say the good and the bad, but really, I don't really have a lot of bad. I have had in this town excellent Mexican out of people's trucks. Like just, yes! you know, just right on the corner. You know, it's, 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 it's too late for someone my age to be out, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, I just need a taco or I need a, something delicious. And you get this, these great, whatever it is. So we have incredible things, but we, because there's such a volume of them, I think we narrowed them down to three. We're just going to do three. I think we're going to, yeah. Okay. Three. Great. Do you want to do like one and one? Like you do one, I'll do <laughs> yes, one. Yes, let's do one and one. Okay. Yeah. So, um, all right. So age before beauty, I'll go first. <laughs> I'll take it. Is that fair? Okay. Yes, that's very fair. Uh, so I'd like to start with uh, one of one of my favorites, um, and uh, of, of of the many, um, it made the top three, and it is called El, El Mirasol, and it is uh, near downtown. They have two locations. The one I'm speaking of is uh, near downtown. It's off of Indian Canyon, and it's attached to this beautiful hotel. And it's this wonderful garden scene. You walk in, and the tables are out in this in this uh, uh, really I- idyllic setting. Uh, they have oftentimes music playing. They have live, you know, it's live music that they have uh, with guitarists and, and singers and all sorts of fun things. Um, and and they and, and they have uh, all what you consider like the typical kind of a me- American Mexican experience when it comes to to the food. However, um, their flair on it is it's some of the freshest stuff. I've had, and they they have a station right in the back. You can watch your tortillas being made, um, you know, as uh, as as they're being ordered. Uh, great drinks. Um, it is, and and you're right near uh, kind of a main road, but because of all of the trees and the music and the chatter of the people, you'd never know. You think you're in a grove somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. It's it, it's a beautiful setting, and it's it is my my three, my number three. Of my Ooh, top three. That's a great one. Um, so I have, I've been there, I think, only one time. I've been to the other El Mirasol, which is at the south end of Palm Springs, mm-hmm. um, kind of right at the bend. <clears throat> and, and so the I would say the ambiance at the south end one is not quite as nice. Um, because you're, you're especially if you sit outside, you're sort of right there on Palm Canyon Road. Um, and, and, and you're aware of that. Yeah. But... 
consistently good food um, and all the things you said. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, let's see, in order. Uh, I'm going to go with, so my number three is an interesting one. It's, uh, hmm. it is, okay, I got to get the name right. And it is in, actually in Cathedral City, La Tablita. Hmm. Um, and so I think we talked about this one briefly. So this is in uh, kind of a strip mall. And we'll talk more about strip mall Mexican food in a minute. But La Tablita is near Revival's. Um, if you're in Cathedral City, maybe you know oh, yeah. Revival's is a really great thrift store. Mm-hmm. La Tablita is in the same strip mall. And I've had a couple of friends who, uh, said, you know, like made a plan. Let's get a plan to get something to eat. And then we make a plan and go to La Tablita. Mm. So I don't think I ever would have found it on my own. <clears throat> but, um, and and we talk about this, this is the, the cilantro effect. Oh, yeah. When I oh, go yeah. into La Tablita, <laughs> I notice a smell yeah. that is either like like a little bit of raw sewage hmm. or like yeah. like a sink, you know, like or when your washer, the clothes in the washer kind of go sour, kind oh, of yeah. had that slightly sour smell. Mm. It's not strong and nobody else seems to notice it. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if there's something there that I'm picking up. The, like some people taste soapiness when they taste cilantro and some people love cilantro. And some people, you know, smell Mexican food and some people smell raw, raw sewage. sewage. Like yes. it's one or the other. Yeah, now, interestingly, funny. the... Slight odor of raw sewage has not in any way prevented me from going to La Tablita, and their yeah. food is great. Yeah. So uh, I, I want to spend a minute on how that doesn't bother you, but we'll, we'll get back to that. We, yeah. It's it's probably <laughs> worth poking at. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's uh, yeah. It was you know. There's a childhood involvement there. Something to say about <laughs> like about my when I lived under the overpass with Harry Potter. But either way, <laughs> um, yeah. La Tablita is going to go in as yeah. my number three. Um, hmm. I have had so I've had. Chili rellenos there. That's usually something that I that I is my uh, the my barometer, the way that I evaluate uh, a Mexican restaurant because mm. it's and I've made I've made it here in the house. It's it's a complicated thing to make. It's re- it's deceptively simple. It's just a like a poblano chili stuffed with cheese yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in this really elaborate batter. Um, the batter is you know you you separate eggs and you you get stiff peaks on the whites and then you mm. fold the yolks in. And so it's this egg batter, but it's uh, almost like a tempura batter, but oh, a little wow. heavier than tempura. So you, you know, you get this batter going <clears throat> around a, the chili, and then you pan, you know, like pan fry in a little bit of oil, and then you put a little sauce on top. So um, I use it as a great barometer because if it's not on the menu at all, like I've got respect for that. If they're like, you know what, yeah. that's a lot of work, we're not going to do work, it. Yeah. I respect. If it's on the menu but it's super oily or greasy, then like that's a fail. Yeah. So La Tablita did a great job with their chili relleno. Um, their mm. salsa was good. I don't drink, so I didn't try the margarita. Yeah. Um, but their horchata was, I would say Ooh. their horchata was middle of the road. Do you know what horchata oh, is? Oh, I love horchata. Yeah. Absolutely. So, listener, if you don't know, horchata is a sweetened rice milk <clears throat> with yeah. cinnamon and uh, maybe other spices as well. But mostly it's sweetened rice milk with, with cinnamon. It's delicious. Um, super awesome stuff. Yeah. And if so, you have, middle if, of the road And if you horchata. have some rum. What now? And if you have some rum. I bet that would be great with rum. It's really good with rum. I have thought about that. I've heard. I used to drink. I don't drink anymore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, La Tablita is going to be my my third. I'm surprised it's your number three with a smell of number two. You'd think that the smell of raw sewage would drop it down below number three, wouldn't you? Yeah. I no. Hope need to but, but what that tells me is it's so darn good. Mm. You're like, <laughs> I yeah. don't care. Well, and the interesting thing is I feel like I smell that when I walk in the door. Yeah. And and I, I'm not aware of like smelling it during the meal. 
Yeah. So, but I know each time I've gone, I've been like, oh, that's right. That's that yeah. smell. Yeah. I'm probably going to get sued. Oh, you're going to be fine. Bleed to people. No, it, it's fine. It's probably their cleaning product. It's probably something they mop with or something. It's probably not anything, they you know. They mop with raw sewage. They probably mop with raw sewage. It's like, where's that bucket come from? I just put, exactly, it, yeah. I put it in the standing toilet water. That's what's right there. It's empty. Right. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. We so used that's, to, that's yeah, my number three. I love that. I love that. Um, and now I want to go. If you for should. anything, just to walk in and take a big whiff. And then I want to know what you think if, you, if you're like, smells like cilantro. I'm a big, <laughs> smells like cilantro. <laughs> I, I am a big Chili Reno guy, so mm. I I am excited if they if they do it right to have it done right because it's for like me it. in my experience it's pretty yeah. rare when they when they have really you made it before? No, gosh, no. You should do it. It's good. Yeah, fun. yeah. Am I sensing there's a opportunity for us to do another party? Yes. Are we doing Chili Reno party? Yes, there is. Okay, Chili Reno party. Hang on, now a on the Andrea. list. Make a note, <laughs> Chili Reno party. Chili Reno party. All right, it just became on the list. Okay, she's got that. All right, great. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what I remember. Um, and last time I was there, I was there for a birthday party. This is the other interesting Ooh. thing. So I was there for a birthday party, <clears throat> friends of a friend, friend of a friend. You asked when this was going to come up yeah. before we started. Mm-hmm. This is the moment that it oh, came here it up. Is. So friend of a friend, I found out that my, my friend's friend, whose birthday it was, was originally from, I want to say the hills of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Only relevant because his mother was visiting and she was there. She was the most fun, <clears throat> most country person I have met in years. Yeah. She had a mouth on her. Ooh. She could. She was cussing up a storm and yeah. laughing and laughing. And she had to like. She kept having to put her teeth back in in, be- <laughs> in between like sips of her margarita. She was immense fun and the highlight of the meal. Um, that was my introduction to La Tablita. And, she, and, she, and of course, she's from Tennessee. She talks like this. You did it. Just, I told you, we do it. She had a deep, deep accent from down in the hills. And she'd tell a joke and she'd say, and you won't f- believe what happened <gasps> next. <laughs> I hope you can bleep that later. I can, yeah. Anyway, all of that happened around the Chili Reino. Amazing. So, yeah. Amazing. And Thanks. this is exactly what should happen around a Chili Reino. It that's is. Exactly. All right, so that's our number three. That's El Mirasol and La Tablita. And La Tablita. What's your I, number two, John? Oh, God. Well, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to talk about one called um, uh, Tequila. And mm. T-A-C slash Q-U-I-L-A. And it's uh, right down in Palm Springs, right off uh, Palm Canyon Drive. Yep. And near another favorite of yours. Of both yes, of ours, which right? I'm going to talk about next. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, yeah. And so this is, this, this, is, this is my number two. And so it is. it was the first when we moved in place that we ate at uh, when we were we we were unpacking unboxing dirty grubby smelly all that kind of stuff and I'm like oh my god let's go get some food whatever it's late and we got things to do the next day and we drive down and this place is open and we pull in we find parking right away which by the way um, is not easy to do around here so we found parking right away it was meant to happen we walk in we get seated right away and they start bringing out some of the absolute best Mexican food, and it's and it's not. It's there's there's great Mexican restaurants you can go to that have uh, platters of things. This is very stylized, like what you would expect to see on a like like on a cooking competition show for Mexican food or something like like it's just very very high end, but nice. delicious and fresh and innovative and fun. Um, so we like tequila and. To their name, they have a lot of tequila drinks. So, oh, right um, on. 
for as much as you don't drink, um, I make up for it. And <laughs> we, uh, and they have a tequila flight and they do like all these different, uh, great margaritas and other drinks. Nice. Uh, they're, they're fantastic. Ooh. They're really fun. And they right pair on. it with things and they've got, and, and, and be warned if it says it's spicy, Ooh, it's, they're not shy. It's, oh no, it's not white guy spicy. It's, it's real spicy. <laughs> it's real, it's Actual real spicy. spicy. So yeah, I'm probably getting in trouble for that, but <clears throat> it's, uh, it's true and it's, but it's great and they, and they do an incredible job and it's a beautiful setting and here we are in our grubby, dirty clothes. I think I had like, like, like my hair was a mess, whatever, it was all the stuff was going on, but we had a great time and, uh, and, and tequila is this, is a really fun place. So that is my... That's my number two. Number two. Yeah. Nice. And we're there, we're there all the time. My number two is down the street from Tequila, and it is Blue Coyote. Yeah. And uh, the thing I'll say about Blue Coyote, so it's, it's right downtown as well. It's a little farther south, also on Palm Canyon Drive. Um, I, it is a, I think it's a well-known location and probably a little touristy, as many things on Palm Canyon can be. But... Hmm. I have learned that that is uh, not not to sell them short because of that. So now they have, and it says on their menu, best margarita in the world. World famous. World famous margarita. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I can't speak to that uh, validity. I've been with friends who've had one, uh, and they've enjoyed them. Sure. Although I will also say I was a bartender for a long time. Um, there's really not that many ingredients in a margarita. You can't mess it up that badly. <laughs> but my favorite thing <clears throat> at Blue Coyote, well, let me back up. So... Standard, you get your chips, you get your salsa. Yeah, I think their chip to salsa ratio is good. We talked about wanting to call that out, which is to their say... Their salsa is good. Their salsa is very tasty. Yeah. It is not too spicy. It's yeah. got a little bite to it, which yeah. I can I can get on board with. Um, and there's enough chips and salsa that if you... By the time you get to the bottom of the chips, you've got maybe a little salsa left, but mostly it's about a one-to-one ratio, yeah. which yeah. we really like. Um, I've never had anything there that I didn't like. They're... Food quality is excellent. Um, yeah. The thing I have the most often uh, is called a coyote bowl, mm. which is, uh, it's, I guess, a little bit like a um, like a burrito without a, without a tortilla. So it's rice and beans and then lettuce and this really great grilled chicken mm. and this great kind of spicy sauce um, and then and a big glop of guacamole in oh. there as well. And so uh, last time I was there, usually it, it's a two-meal thing when I get a coyote bowl about half of it has to come home last time I ate the entire thing oh, Greg, what? the entire thing yes and I hated myself for it later uh, and I don't care <laughs> did you I care I did yeah filled with self-loathing as, as did you stand is. in front of the mirror and self-loathe a little bit I did yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're bad only, yeah. you're awful what as you're picking done? guacamole out of your yes exactly beer my beard. Like, yeah like yeah. scraping the guacamole out um, and putting it onto a ship and rolling yeah. around on it yeah, yeah on the ground exactly. yeah and like waving my arms and like um, oh no that's the dog um Anyway, Coyote Bowl, Blue Coyote, I'm a fan, yeah. and they have a great, they have great seating as well. So they, um, they have, they do have indoor seating, but but they have lots of great outdoor seating. Outdoor seating is great there. Yeah, and it's um, the outdoor seating is. What am I trying to say? So they got like a, it's the the seating area. Is sort of a little open area in the front and then kind of a, a thinner, like a hallway area. That doesn't sound good at all. Mm-hmm. Open area in the back. The The gist of all of this from the seating perspective is that um, you never feel like you're seated in a crowd. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. all the seats are in sort of little kind of spaces where it's easy to have a conversation. They have a fountain in the back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, even though it's it may be a little touristy and it may be one of the first places people end up going when they come to downtown bec- um, because of its proximity, it's also really good. I would not say that about every downtown restaurant, but for Blue Coyote, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, 
No, and, and right here. In fact, it was a bit of a toss-up for me as well. It's one of our more favorite places. It shares a parking lot with Tequila. They're actually very close to each other. That's right. So, yeah. um, so, so they're right next to each other. And uh, and I get that. I've we've been there, and it's and it and it's first off, I've never been there when it wasn't busy. Yeah, it's just and you know it's good and even in the hot months, and it's just people are there. Yeah, and they have these little. Each little place is like its own little stage, its own little yes, set aside, and you can yeah, have well that. Said. I think there's really no. I, I love that about that, and I didn't think about that until you mentioned it. But it's true. I've had great conversations and felt like yeah. I, I have my own space here. Yeah, that's cool. Agreed. Yeah, Blue Coyote, right on, man. What's your number one? Oh place? my gosh. Well, we were just there today, so I. Well, I'm a research guy, so I, I want to make sure I was doing this. Appreciate that right. about you. Uh, so my uh, my number one is. El Patio. Oh, I know you haven't been there yet. I have not been there. El Patio is a family-run place. Um, it's their second restaurant, um, and I love part. Okay, well, so I said like tequila is. I, I this is how I explain it. tequila is like if your uncle, your Mexican uncle, um, went to went to a high-end chef school and runs a high-end restaurant, and it has innovative, you know, and uses all sorts of great techniques for for new world-class Mexican food. Then El Patio is his abuela. That's your grandmother's ah, restaurant, and it's just the freshest, heartiest. Really, most, I mean, you can tell that 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 they took their time, and they didn't care how long it took. For this meat to get, and if you can hear the squeaking, that's Charlie Brown. <laughs> hey, Charlie Brown, you made it on it the recording. Is not buddy. at all apparent, but I'm trying to make the squeaky toy and the dog that is using the squeaky toy go farther away from the microphone. I am not being successful. That's so. a, it's okay. It's okay. He is part of this now. Freshest, hardiest, freshest, hardiest, delicious. We were just there today, and I had a, um, a chili verde, and I, mm. I'm a big fan of chili verde, and I've made it quite a like bit with myself. Pork in it? Yeah, with pork. Mm. They do full on pulled pork and pork ribs oh. that are that are in it. Their sauce is light. The star of the meal Come is the on. perfectly made <clears throat> pork. Falling off the bone, the bones almost crack open. You can almost marrow out these. It's so good. Wow. And they and you know that it took a long time. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It, it's perfectly done. Um, chips and salsa, not the star of the show. Got it. Um, the salsa is, uh, it, it, it's a, Take like pico de gallo and run right through a blender. It's a little, it's a little bit like that, but again, very fresh, delicious, an appropriate ratio. So you don't have nice. so many chips. You don't have. It's okay. It's okay right? You want that? Yeah, yeah you want that. Um, tequila, by the way, and I wrote this down, and I wanted to to note this because they had one of the more interesting sauces. Listener, I want you to know that Jonathan is putting his glasses on now. That's how serious we just got. That's right. <clears throat> <laughs> well, because I got to read this. This is a little tight. No, no, not mocking. Okay. I'm mocking so, you a little bit. It, so, yeah. so, so they only have one salsa. Just, just one that they offered. Um, I would say it's a medium spicy. It's and it's it's oh. it's not a green. It's a browner salsa. It's oh. smoky with some blistered pepper undertones. Oh. Um, really perfect chip to salsa ratio. Smooth consistency, but not so runny that you can't get it on your chip. Right. right. So it's it sticks to the chip. Pepper siege and cilantro leaves throughout. Um, absolutely delicious. Yeah. Interesting. So I just make those notes. Um, I gotta try that out. Oh, you'll love it. I can't. We wait. should go. We should go. Let's, Let's go. do that. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna talk about my number one. That's your number one. Now, you're gonna think that this is somehow going to be at the at the same level of the chili verde that Jonathan just described, uh, and it's not. Um, <laughs> my number one is 
the restaurant that I have gone to the most times in Palm Springs since I've had a home here. Hmm. It is called Loco Charlie's. Oh, yeah. um, there's a couple of things uh, that, that recommend Loco Charlie's to me. First of all, it's close. I can bicycle there, uh, <laughs> and I have. It's uh, next to the Albertsons, um, which means that if I need to do a little grocery shopping, I can. Uh, so those are sort of things about Loco Charlie's. Um, but the food is great. Now, I've, yeah. I've only sat inside once or twice. I don't recommend seating, sitting inside because if you're inside the restaurant and somebody orders fajitas, you're going to be in a smoke screen. Like that's oh, just going to sure. happen. So, but they have great outside seating. <clears throat> Unlike the other outside seating we've described, it's a little bit like sort of like this, this open cafeteria feel to the mm. outside seating. But somehow it still works. Brightly colored chairs and, and tables. Um, the staff are really, really nice, uh, always great, always cheerful, uh, always busy. There's always, the place is always busy. Um, so horchata, mm. top of the line. Mm. Really good horchata. It's one of my favorite things to get there, to drink there when I get there. Um, so before I even get to other, to other dishes, um, salsa. So when you arrive, they, of course, bring you a bag of chips, mm-hmm. or, or basket chips, rather, and then a, a relatively large ramekin of what the guy last time told me was gringo salsa so it's tomato salsa no spice yeah very flavorful you know i end up using the tomato salsa the gringo salsa to dump onto my whatever i get later if i want a little bit tomato but then they have four additional salsas and Mm. a moment ago as i mentioned listener um jonathan uh had to put his glasses on because he had written down some of the details of the salsa. I'm not going to do that because I remember them well enough. And in fact, the salsas I'm about to describe to you are also currently in my refrigerator. Okay. So they deliver four additional salsas besides the tomato salsa. They have um, a creamy jalapeno salsa. (laughs) Sorry. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, the dog. He's throwing his toy to himself. Really having a problem that he is not the center of attention right now. And there is a a stuffed polar bear that's bearing the brunt of his aggression. Anyway, creamy jalapeno salsa, not really very spicy. Uh, A creamy chipotle salsa. And when I say creamy, I don't know that it has any cream in it. It just, it's got that texture. Smooth. Um, The chipotle one is my favorite. A little bit of spice, obviously a little smoky from the chipotle. Mm. It's amazing. Um, a habanero salsa mm. that is, uh, I'm, I'm not a super spicy guy for habanero. It's not all that spicy. It has a definite bite. It's the spiciest of the four they bring. Yeah. Um, but really flavor flavorful, got kind of a vinegary tang to mm. it as well. And then the fourth salsa is a tomatilla salsa, which is very tangy and not spicy at all. And you automatically get all four of those in addition to the gringo salsa when they bring chips to your table. So, so for me... Local Charlie's wins for salsa and chips every time because of the of the variety that they bring. Um, yeah, there's a lot happening uh, dog-wise uh, right now. Oh, great. He's eating the squeaker. That's going to be fun. Um, and, and so even besides that, their food is fantastic. Um, yeah. Everything I've had there is good. I get the fish burrito very often. They do it fried or, oh, yeah. or grilled. I love fish uh, burritos. Grilled is really good. Um, I'll let you talk for a minute while I this We, I went there and I hadn't had it. You, you've been talking about this for for a, a bit now, and we hadn't had it. And then Bjorn and I had a guy's night. Andrew was out, and we're nice. like, let's DoorDash some Mexican food and stream some shows that like like Vikings of Valhalla or whatever. Nice. Like, we're gonna do, you know. And we sat around shirtless eating burritos and watching Viking <laughs> shows. And it was just awesome, like right? you do, yeah. like you do. But it was local Charlie's. Like we got. <laughs> 
<laughs> Greg. No, that was that was Charlie Brown. Um, coughing, but you, but you saved coughing. him. You got you got the squeaker. I got the squeaker. Right? Yeah, we're gonna take a side side note for the dog. Squeaker's out. Okay. He, while we've been talking about Mexican food, my dog, who apparently resents the fact that he's not the center of attention, has chosen to eviscerate his toy. Yeah. He ripped all the white stuffing out. It is strewn across the the hall, and he yeah. dug out the squeaker, which thanks. Dog toy makers. The squeaker is in fact red and heart shaped, so that's dark. So he literally <laughs> dug the heart out of this toy and was chewing on it, yeah. making it squeak uh, until I wrestled it out of his mouth, and now yeah. he's concerned. You just saved a dog's life. Yes, <laughs> that's what it was. You're a hero. <laughs> well, uh, it, no, but I, I was just following up on that. Not only was it was it that incredible, but we woke up the next morning having a bunch of yard work to do and other things to do, and we sat around thinking, what should we do for breakfast? And, and we all came to the conclusion, Ooh. breakfast burritos. So yes. we went back to local Charlie's to get those. Excellent it was incredible. Choice. It was incredible. And we, nice. had, and we had the, the salsas that you mentioned. Yeah. And they were great. It's good stuff, I right? am a spicy guy. That jalapeno is right there. It's nice. right there. Nice. Yeah, it is. It's got a bite to it. And, uh, and, and, that, and that vinegariness, if that's mm-hmm. a descriptor or not, um, is sure what I really is. like. So. Uh, anyway, yeah. but that's my number one, Local Charlie's. And again, I don't know that it's the the ideal dining experience, but but really good food, really great staff, really great chips and salsa. You never wait in line, and parking is super easy all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's I would say that's my number one. And literally, that is easily the restaurant uh, that I eat at the most in Palm Springs since I've gotten here. That's great. It's and it is fun. close. It's, it's right around the corner. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that brings us close to the end of... Already? Today's episode, yes. We are at uh, the 29-minute mark. And it was um, only 17 minutes of Charlie Brown. And 17 minutes of watch, watch listening to the dog <laughs> eviscerate his toy. So yeah. that's great. I mean, okay, so afterwards, we're going to talk to Charlie Brown about our polar bear population. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, because that was a polar bear he just destroyed. I want to say that polar bear has lasted for probably six or seven months until today. Oh. oh. Um, well, today was its day, though. That right? was its that's, day. That's how fate works. That is. For uh, humans and dog toys. Um the thing that we uh, talk about also, and you should look forward to in future episodes, listener, yeah. is that we continue to visit uh, Mexican restaurants and try new things. And we are going to continue to update you on yeah. the salsa and chip experience as we continue to explore throughout this entire valley, Coachella the Coachella Valley. valley. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hit them all. Oh, every one of them. Every, one of them. every tamale stand, taco truck, strip okay, mall. Is, oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be great. Are we going to do a live event during Tamale Fest last next year? There's a Tamale Fest? <gasps> Why don't I know anything about what happened? What? I never leave my damn house. It has the world's largest bounce house. <laughs> um, and also, they have, and they, have, they, have a, they have a wrestling ring, and they bring in all these incredible Mexican wrestlers, and they bring in... Okay, yes. And then every Tamale place in the world live is there. Live podcast from Tamale Fest. Okay. Yes. That's okay. going to happen. We'll do and all the salsas. didn't then... hear, Andrea exclaimed... Loudly. Yeah, you probably hear that in the background. Yeah. She's also eviscerated a polar bear. She is. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's, that's marriage. So you've missed him for something. <laughs> <laughs> We're, air quotes, eviscerating the polar bear it, it eviscerated tonight. Eviscerated the polar bear. <laughs> what? Yeah. Rawr. That got weird. It got weird fast. Mmm, bear pops. <laughs> and that is your prize for listening until the very, very end. <laughs> That's it. So we are Tasty Gents. We're very Tasty happy to have Gent. you again. Thank you, Greg. Good to see you. Jonathan, always a pleasure. We'll do All it right. again. See you next time. Yep. You've been listening to Tasty Gents, a geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast. Okay, cue jingle. 
cue jingle. There it is.